Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Book Journeys Radio. My name is Dr. Angela Loria. I am the founder of the Author Incubator and creator of the Difference Process for Writing a Book That Matters. Every week on this show, we interview an author about their experience writing their first book, and this week is no exception, but this week is an exception in that instead of coming to you from my home studio in Washington, D.C., I have just landed in Las Vegas, and I am in the middle of a conference that is not my conference. It's the American Physical Therapy Association Conference. I know nothing about physical therapy, but I have hijacked their wireless, and I am excited the show goes on today. Hopefully there's not too much background noise, um, because we are really lucky to have Carolyn Willman here um, with us today. Carolyn is the author of You Can't Win If You Don't Enter. You can check out her website at contestqueen.com. But we have a really fun show today if you like to win, and there is no better place to do this show from than Las Vegas. So I am at the Venetian Hotel, really excited to be talking to you, Carolyn. How are you? Good. Thank you. Well, tell us about your you can't win if you, you don't answer. You have to be in lucky Las Vegas. Okay. Well, I'm hoping you give me some tips so that it's a really good weekend. <laughs> Well, I would love to give you tips. Unfortunately, my forte is in gambling, and I'm a little too cheap. So even when we do go to the casino, I'm on the penny slots or the nickel slots. (laughs) All right, there we go. Well, tell me about you can't win if you don't enter. What's the book about? Well, what I do is I teach people how to find, organize, enter, and win contest sweepstakes and giveaways. And the key to what I teach people in the book is the organize. Because... The the idea is to enter as many promotions as you can in the shortest period of time. I get a lot of people thinking I enter sweepstakes all day long. I don't. I spend an hour, maybe two, at the absolute most entering. And that's that's it. It's not, it doesn't take as much time as you think to win. Now, there is a bit of a learning curve. I do tell people they're going to probably spend more time at the beginning that, as they learn. Back me up a little bit because I want to make sure we're all on the same page. Um, tell me what kinds of contests that you're talking about. Um, I, I couldn't think of how to find two hours a day worth of contests to enter. So what what are the oh contests who enters them? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know anything okay, about well, this world. First of all, companies in the U.S. last year spent over $3 billion running promotions. It's a massive marketing tool for corporations and even wow. and due to social media now small businesses. So you see and what a magazine ad. Are you for winning about? win a trip to you know, win a trip to Walt Disney World. You see the ads on T V, win a trip to the Super Bowl. You see those are what we enter and that is what I teach people how to win. And what, what kinds of things are yeah, everywhere? Give me your sense of what some of the prizes that you uh, I don't I don't know. Have you won? Uh, what's your history? Have you won a lot of these contests? I I have I now I've um, I enter usually on a daily basis, anywhere between five minutes and two hours depending on my day. So I don't stress about it if I miss a day because I figure I'm going to win what I win, and I've been doing that. 
since 2001. So since 2001, I've won over a quarter million dollars in prizes. I've Are you kidding me? Trip. No. And what's crazy <laughs> is that I've been so busy the last few years, some months I didn't enter hardly anything, and I feel like there's people that make me look like an amateur. They've won so much stuff. So wow. uh, it's a matter of, and it's because they have the time to enter. That's the key. If you have the time to dedicate to it daily, you will win. I don't know anybody that hasn't started entering on a daily basis that doesn't win. And it's no different. People say, well, I entered three and I didn't win anything. Well, you know, if you went to the gym for three days, would you expect to lose your 20 pounds? Right. No. If you went on a diet for three days, did you expect to lose 20 pounds? No. It's consistency. It's overtime consistency. It's the same with sleep states. You have to dedicate wow. your time every day, and you have to be consistent. And you know what? People say to me, just like you did, where do you get the time? Many, many people waste time playing Candy Crush. But God bless Candy Crush. I mean, the people who made it, the brilliant game. But I don't spend my time playing yet those games. I take that 10 minutes, half an hour, I enter sweepstakes. Because to me, the reward is far greater. Um, I yeah. don't, if I'm going to watch TV, I'll sit there with my laptop, you know. You're watching those mindless, you know, your, your soap operas, your, you know, your evening game shows. No reason why you can't be clicking a mouse while you're watching you know, your favorite celebs answering questions on television. So, okay, so so tell us what your book is about. Does it help you find the contest? Does it give you a strategy for how to win? T- tell us more about it. Right, so I cover, I cover the whole hobby. I talk about everything from how I started to, to, you know, let people know that I'm a regular person just like them. I go into why companies run promotions. I talk about the... I have a chapter dedicated to the num- my number one tip, which is always read the rules and why. So there's a whole chapter on rules. I have a chapter on finding sweepstakes, which is key. Like, where do you find them? There's actually an entire community out there, and there's websites dedicated to legitimate sweepstakes. So you don't have to go hunting for them. You group with other sweepstakers and, and on websites, and they're compiled. So if you find one, you post it. Other people post. You, they're all there for you to enter. Wow. So there's a place you can find them. Then I teach you how to use different tools to organize yourself because that was one of the biggest mistakes I made at the beginning is I wasn't, I wasn't organized, so I was wasting a lot of time. That's key. Right? You don't want to be entering a promotion that's already ended. You don't want to be entering before it starts. You don't want to be, you know, there's lots of little things that you and want to so follow. How, so, tell us, so tell us a little about your story. How did you come, first of all, how did you come to discover contests was something you were passionate about? And then how was it that you decided to write a book? Well, I, I've always liked entering. As long as I can remember, I've always tried to win stuff. I remember dialing into radio stations on a rotary dial phone. I am so dating myself at the moment. <laughs> oh, God, I remember doing that, holding off on the last number. <laughs> okay, we're in the same boat. Okay, so, <laughs> so dial, you know, dialing and, um, you know, winning tickets to go to concerts and my mom having to go pick up the ticket because, you know, I was too young to go get the ticket. Um, 
so I, I've always liked it. And I remember watching people. I remember Donahue. I used to love Donahue. And I remember a fellow coming on there, and he talked about winning and his strategies because it was all mail-in at that point. Mm. There, I, I am from Canada, and there is still mail-in in the U.S. because of the, your specific laws because there are laws surrounding sweepstakes in in pretty much every country. The promotion laws are different in Canada and the U.S. So there is still mail-in sweepstakes in the U.S. quick diminishing, but we haven't seen, I haven't seen any mail-in specific sweepstakes in Canada since 06. So I keep warning the Americans that just like doing the mail-ins, that you better get online because your hobby's quickly disappearing. Um, wow. Yeah. And and the only so one that's in Canada is it's a the Sorry. contests you do are mostly, are they mostly online or phone-in? They're or mostly online. Okay. So my book is all about online sweepstakes. I do have um, a section on mail-in. I'm, I'm actually writing an updated version of my book this year, and I'm actually stripping out everything to do with mail, and I'm adding in a massive social media section because uh, what has taken over is Facebook contest, Twitter contest, Pinterest contest, and Instagram contest. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm taking out a little section and quadrupling it. <laughs> so here's the thing. Someone could argue that as a contest participant yourself, doing this book actually decreased your chance of winning. You're making a whole bunch of people, you know, enter contests that you might not have entered before. So how is it that you decided you wanted to turn your experience into a book? What were you hoping to get out of it? Well, it's funny because you 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 think that that is sound logic, but it's actually converse. Because yeah. the marketers see that their promotions are working, they're going to spend more of their marketing budget on promotions. Since I started, I've seen marketing budgets triple. The amount of money spent on online promotions has tripled since I started in the early 2000s. So wow. companies went from a, billi- from a billion to 300 to 3 billion in the last few years. There's only more promotions to enter as more people enter. And wow. you would think that I would win less, right? But I win about the same amount every year. But it goes up and wow. down a bit. Like I've had some really big years and I've had some lean years, depends on how much time I have. You know, the years that I spend writing a book or running a convention, my time dwindles a bit. But, you know, if I dedicate the time, my my winning's consistent. And somebody said, well, if they the agencies know who you are, you're not going to win. Well, that's not true because I've interviewed all of them. I know the heads of most of the agencies and most of the companies running these promotions. They all know who I am. And I still win. So... I think that's bunk. <laughs> so what, uh, for you, what has been the biggest surprise about writing a book? How has it been different than you thought? It's, okay, so I love reading. My dad gave me my first motivational book when I was 18, and he said, if I can teach you at 18, what I learned at 36 should be way ahead. So I love these books, and I read it, Robert Allen's One Minute Millionaire, and the way to make a million dollars is to write a book in 90 days make a million dollars. Well, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> hmm. It took me 20 months from start to finish for my first book, 18 months from start to finish for my second book, 
I yet to make my million dollars. I think I should have to run for my money back. So <laughs> um, where do you so but, a lot of people have but I kept so a lot that of up. people have that you know, story. the best advice I ever got writing my book was write a table of contents and keep writing. Mm. Best advice. Yeah. So I would totally agree with that. And I think a lot of people have um, have the idea that writing a book can be, you know, kind of a fast, a, a good way to make money or a fast way to make money or, you know, that there are things that, that you can get from a book that you can't necessarily get from a book. So you have this idea and it's, uh, it's a little different than you thought it would be. But what have been some of the best come out of becoming an author? Maybe things you didn't well, expect that have been good. Yeah, well, the tenacity was good for me because I, I, I persisted even when I wanted to give up. So, you know, I kept writing, even though I felt like I was never going to finish. And I'm so happy when I finished writing, then the book went to editing and then it was like another six months, and I wanted to cry because I thought I was done. No. <laughs> I was rewriting and rewriting, and, you know, and I, and I learned it's okay. So now that I'm working on my third one, I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to start, and when I'm done, done. I'm just going to keep hammering at it. I know it's going to come out this year, and I'm fully expecting – I'm not so scared of the editors anymore. And I also know my process isn't the same. I just moved. And by coincidence, two doors down from me is a, a, um, a young adult writer, Wesley King. And so we got chatting um, one day, and he said, oh, my publisher's getting me to write my next book. And I asked him how long it was going to take him to write his book, and he said three weeks. And I wanted to cry because you know, he writes fiction. And so he sits down, and he just uses his imagination and hammers out a book in three weeks. And I thought, oh, my God, wouldn't that be amazing? Because I do so much research in my book. I mean, research alone, I know I'm going to be at least six months minimum before I can even think of finishing because I have so many people to contact and so much stuff to go back and forth with with other people. I must, I must contact at least 500 so, people to write my book. And so, what are, so why go through all this? Why be an author for you? What's your answer to why is it worth it? You know, it's it's almost in, innate in me. I feel like I kind of have to do it. It's kind of my purpose on this earth. It, it sounds kind of weird and hokey, but that's how I feel. And when I I had a similar question asked to me before I even wrote the first book. Someone said to me, why would you give away all your secrets? And I had no idea. And I was driving to a girlfriend's house to discuss that very question, and I passed the church, and on the service announcement board it said, you can't lose helping others win. And I thought, that message is for me. And I really wish I took a photograph of it because, um, you know, people say, oh, you know, they pray a lot and they say, God, please give me a sign. Well, I had a literal sign from God that it was okay. And, and, you know, I get letters from people that say, oh, my God, I bought your book. I followed your advice. I've won all this stuff. You changed my life. Um, Or I had one woman who... You know, she said she had a brain tumor, she was sick, she was in the hospital, and entering sweet state, she read my book, and it kept her busy and focused on something positive while she was recuperating. Like, wow. Yeah, I know. So if I'm ever having a bad day, I always think of her, because I think, wow, it's, <laughs> she's entering sweet states, and 
she might not be breathing tomorrow, but she doesn't care. She's focusing on something that's fun and positive and now. And that's what this whole thing is. And it's led me down paths, and I've met people and gone places and done things that if I hadn't gone down this path, I never would have discovered. Because one of the things I discovered while researching the first book was convention. And so in Canada, we were all online. And I came down to Moline, Illinois in 05 for the 16th Annual National Sweepstakes Convention. And I was in a room with 600 other people just like me. And uh, I was married at the time, and I said to my husband, oh, my God, I'm coming every year. (laughs) I couldn't explain the energy. And I have since then made friends for life. I have sadly been to funerals. I've happily been to weddings. There's been announcements of babies. There's been children graduating. There's been grandbabies born. It's just amazing. You know, I have, I have 2,300 friends on Facebook. A lot of them contact, connect with me because I post sweepstakes. I know, actually, physically know about half the people because I've met them at conventions and recognize them. So there are actual conventions for people that participate in sweepstakes? Oh, yeah. If you go to my website under um, resources, uh, there's mm. a link. And it's just, you know, meet other sweepers. And I have a list of five that are happening this year. And I'm going to four out of five. The only reason I'm not going to Maryland is because, one, it sells out in five hours. And at the moment that the tickets went on sale, um, I I wasn't available to grab the tickets. Plus, it's the same weekend as my daughter's birthday, so I'm not missing her birthday party to go sweep. I do have my limits. Here's what's amazing about this. This is amazing about this. But By I'm the way, the website, everyone, is contest. Um, the, the website is Contest Queen. And, Carolyn, what I think is so fascinating about this story is there are so many people that have hobbies and passions, and they have this wealth of information. Obviously, I know nothing about contests, so you're, you know, introducing me to a whole world here. But what I think is so fascinating about it is that you've really – established yourself as a leader in this little community that people um, know you, that you've connected with people that you might not have if you weren't an author. And, you know, I'm thinking of when I was in my, when I was in my teens and 20s, there were bands that I was very big fans of and I would travel around the world to see the bands play and how different my experience might have been had I written a book about, I certainly had information in my head about it. Um, but it never occurred to me to actually write the book. So I'm rethinking some of my passions and hobbies now um, in, you know, in this context. And I'm wondering, is there a before and after for you? Were you participating in contests before you were an author and then after you became an author, and did it change how the people in the community saw you or see you? Yes. So I'll say yes to all of that. So first, I was a contester before... I entered. First, I was an infrequent contester, and then I became a daily hobbyist, and then I wrote a book. But you also have to remember, what makes my background unique is I'm a marketer. And I was a marketer before I was a contester. And contests are a niche of marketing, right? They're one marketing tool in a marketer's toolbox, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's advertising, there's social media, there's, you know, so... So when a company writes a marketing plan, part of that may include uh, using social media, and part of that social media marketing may be a sweepstakes, right? Like it chunks down. So it's a very small piece of a a very large 
plan depending on this corporation. And just like any marketing tool, you have to look at it, you know, as to what you're going to use it for. So I had a marketer's brain going into the hobby. So not only do I teach people how to win, I also work with companies making sweepstakes better. So really, hmm. you're right. I I am a really unique kind of well queen, I guess. And I I, I say expert, but I'm also a queen on both sides of the table. Wow. Because I can answer questions from marketers about contesters because I understand them and vice versa. Because some people write me all the time and say, well, I don't understand. Why would this company do that? And I say, oh, well, here, let me explain that to you. <laughs> huh. So, it, it, yeah, having you know, both sides of the table makes it really unique. And I love that I've gotten to make friends for life. And then also when I published my first book, um, I didn't actually market myself as well as I should. A lot of people thought I was just a stay-at-home mom who decided to write a book and call herself a marketer, which kind of irked me to no end because I had so much experience in the industry um, mm -hmm. at the time, even more so now. And then people in the community, I had, do you know what a flame war is? Sam, I just I had a ton of, on the internet, people. Yeah, I had a ton of backlash when my first book came out because people hated wow. me because I was telling everybody about their secret hobby and if all the companies knew about this contesters, they were going to stop running contests. And I thought, oh, my mm. God, first of all, the marketing companies, they all know we exist. Hello. They mm -hmm. actually hire me now to start promoting contests within the contest community before they even start. So, yeah, they know you exist. Hello. <laughs> this isn't news to the marketers. And no, they're not going to stop running contests because you're entering. And ePrize, who just changed their name to Hello World, in 2010 wrote a white paper proving what I've been saying for years but didn't have the budget to get the data, was that sweepers make more loyal customers. Wow. Yeah. I know. It's one so of the fascinating. Things. There's a whole other – I think I have a marketing book in me too, like one for the other side of the table. But I have to finish Absolutely. I'd love to see that. So, um, so one of the things that I, that I talk to um, that I talk to my clients about is creating their special sauce. So what I find is that people have a way they do things, whether their book is about uh, you know yoga or cooking or relationships or contesting. There's a way. There's a way that they do things and very often they feel like this method isn't special. They just feel like, well, yeah, that's how I do it, or that's how somebody told me to do it. But there's something unique about it that theirs can verbalize it. And when I work with my clients, I help them figure out what we call their special thoughts. For me, that's my difference process, my 10 steps for writing a book that matters. And, you know, some of the steps are unique, but a lot of them are things that other people would tell you about writing a book, but they're put together in my special way, and nobody could copy that. So I noticed that you have a, a system like that as well. You have your online contesting system. So I wondered how you developed your online contesting system and how you came up with that as, as a process. Well, it is basically trial and error. The, the reason I wrote this book was to help people not make all the mistakes that I made. Mm. Because if you follow my steps, you're going to save yourself a ton of grief and time. And 
and using tools to help you. So I made basically all the mistakes. And as I figure, and because I was a marketer, I could look at the hobby a little bit different than everybody else. And so as I made the mistake, and I developed an online entry system to keep myself on track and spending as little time as possible and maximizing my winning entries, we, want, we had a bit of a winning streak. And everyone said, well, what's your secret? And I said, I have a system. And after the hundredth person said to me, what's your system? I thought, hmm, maybe I should be writing this down. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's when I, the idea started to twig about a book. And you know, and then a few other things occurred, and I thought, I'm going to write this down. And, and actually, the system has changed over time. And this is what I, I actually wrote um, a blog on this. And it's basically you're either changing. I think the expression, the famous quote is, you're either growing or you're dying. Mm-hmm. And people have been blamed, like you said, it was a bit of black life. People have also blamed me for changing the hobby. They're seeing the mail-in entry disappear, and it's all going online and all going to social media, so it's my fault, which is awesome to think I can control a $3 billion industry all by myself. I mm, you're so powerful. So, oh, yeah. I know, I am, aren't I? So, <laughs> so I tell people, the hobby is consistently changing. Um, I'm going to recommend a movie, because it was a book first, so I'll recommend the book first, but you know, I'll, not everyone has time to read the, the books. Actually, I recommend both. The Prize Winner of Defiance, Ohio by Terry Ryan. Get a Kleenex box and watch the movie and read the book. I cried during both. And mm-hmm. it's about the hobby in the 50s when it was jingle. And so it has evolved, you know, from jingles, from contests to sweepstakes, from mail-in to online. Like the hobby has consistently changed over the last, you know, 50, 60 years. And so it's going to keep changing. And so if you get stuck in one modality, you're not going to win. You know, I finally, finally, finally got a phone. Like I must have been like the last BlackBerry hang on her. Uh, I finally got an Android phone last summer, and I started mm-hmm. to, to enter Instagram contests. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I should have been on this way earlier. I was even like getting on Twitter. You think me, being the marketer, I'd be an early adopter, but No. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get onto Twitter till 2009, only for because for the past the previous year, people were telling me they're winning a ton on Twitter, and I thought you think I'd be jumping on the bandwagon, but no. And um, you know, uh, you know, winning on Twitter, and there's different ways to do things. So I, and then I play with it, and I make all kinds of mistakes, and then I teach people, hey, this is what I figured out, and then we also help each other. This is the nice thing about being part of a community is that I learn from fellow sweepers. Someone will say, hey, did you know I figured out that if you do this, it can help you win? Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. You know. So, And actually, I, I quote people and I share tips. And What's the best thing that has come to you out of having your own book? Oh my God! It could be it could be financial. It could be emotional. Are there job opportunities or consulting opportunities? Are there contests that you've won or heard about that you might not have? Are there people you've met uh, that you wouldn't have met if you didn't have a book? What would you say is, is the best thing that's come out of being an author? Oh my gosh! Well, yes. 
first, first, I would like to say about the book. Now, I don't know what's been your experience, but I had a fellow that I loved to read. One of my favorite authors, his name is Robert Ohado. He wrote the book Transforming Fate to Destiny. And he said on his radio show, you know, people think he made a fortune writing that book. And he had to spend all this money on a PR agent and, and whatnot. And I said, and so I emailed him and I said, what made you think you were going to make money from your book? And all it does is establish you as an expert in the industry. Now, I don't know if that's true. There may be people that make millions from their first book, but that wasn't my experience. I lost my shirt on my first book. I broke right. money on my second. I figure now I'm going to make money on my third book. Maybe it's the topic. Maybe it's how I went about publishing it. I don't know. You know, it's, it is what it is, right? Maybe it's because mm-hmm. it, you know, now I'm coming up with a better – the next book is actually I'm changing the name. It's going to be How to Win Cash, Cars, Trips, and More, which to me is a little more appropriate to what it is. You know, and, and coincidentally, December 31st, I got an email that I want a publishing package for my book. <laughs> and I now work, I know. She was so happy when she saw what my book was about. When, so I'm working with a, with a different kind of publisher because I self-published. But this time I want a publishing package. So now I am working with a professional publishing company that I think is going to actually take the book to the next level. So I don't think it's an accident that I won this prize uh, wow. to publish my next book. I know. How exciting. So I figure, okay, the universe is telling me something. They're gonna... um, yeah, I So I don't that. discourage you... self-publishers, but now that have I'm you talking felt... to her... At a... Have you felt before that, uh, that, there, that there are signs in the contest that you win, that you're, the ones you win you're meant to win in some way? Sometimes. Um, the, the one, I even write about it in the book, we won a trip to L.A. to meet Bob Bloomer. And I, I'm a big, I love Deepak Chopra, and he, he, there's nothing that's a coincidence. So we're in L.A., I'm with my husband at the time, and we're ha- we won dinner at Bob Bloomer's house. He's just a real gourmet. He's written, I have lost track of the number of cookbooks he's written. So we're at his house, and he, it's in the morning, and we've, uh, had some wine, and he's cooking for us. And he says to us, you know, this is the center of my universe. And he's talking about the space in front of his butcher block. He has this beautiful, like, three foot by three foot, like this massive, like, you know, foot thick butcher block. He says, this is where I said, I thought, that's very profound to, to say to strangers. And he said it again, and I thought, mm, that's a message for me. And I came back from that. And he was also fascinated with this hobby because at that point I was just thinking of writing a book. We're, so I hadn't um, even got to that stage yet. So I was asking him about his books and how he was not a chef and how he's written all these cookbooks. So I thought, hmm, I kind of took all that away. And what happened from that was I turned around and took his advice and because I had a girlfriend say to me, what's the center of your universe? And I thought contesting and I thought, what do I do with that? Um, so I took well, that and ended up writing my book and I went off in his past. But you know what's crazy? He took that experience. Oh, I know we're over time. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Go ahead. I'll let you finish up and then we got to end the show. Yeah, really quick. He took that and he started entering cooking contests and he ended up in the world, Guinness Book of World Records for flipping pancakes. Amazing, amazing. Well, what is at the center of your universe? is the question we are going to leave you with today. Author Carolyn Willman, 
W-I-L-M-A-N. You can find out more about her on Contest Queen or pick up for win if you don't enter. Thanks for being with us, Carolyn. Thank you so much. And we'll be back next week on Book Journeys Radio, where we change the world one book at a time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.